Christian. It's been done. The longest field goal has been broken again. Again? In, 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 in NFL. NFL field goal. So, in a game. In a game. Okay. In a game. So, for y'all that don't know, the old record was set by Matt Prater. 64-yard field goal back in 2013. Uh, and it just got... Just got broken, what, about a week or two ago by Justin Tucker. 66 yards. Two more what, yards. What team was it? Uh, he plays for uh, Detroit Lions. No, wait, against the Detroit Lions. Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Yep. It was, um, I think they were, like, down by one or they were tied or something like that. And, yeah. Got a, they kicked it. Booted it. They just did it, and it also it was dead straight, and it hit the bottom beam and bounced in. Went up, flipped like spiraling, and then on the other side. So like, if he was one yard back, he, he wouldn't have made missed. it. That's really funny. Yeah, he he would he would not have made it. So he booted that, booted it. Yep, he did it. He did it. Freaking Tucker, man. Justin Tucker, congrats. Broncos right there. That is too funny. Pretty wild. Yeah. Pretty wild stuff. I think that there's been people that have kicked like a 70-yard one, but it's been like in practice ones, you know. Where they there's just... a guy, I think, on YouTube that just kicks field goals. On... Really? Yeah, I think he was like, he might be in the NFL. I'm not sure, but he'll just kick like. These long, long field goals, like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, there's a YouTube guy I watched named Mark Rober, who is a very like scientific engineering guy. Worked for NASA for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and he only puts out videos like once a once a month. Like yeah. he spends one month on like on a video, mm-hmm. and his like he has like millions of subscribers. His view to like sub is fantastic, but one of his was making a robot to kick a field like field goal. Pretty uh-huh. much was a spinning leg. That would kick. And they got like kicked the ball like like a hundred yards. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was That's insane. So and then like it kept breaking because it was like so powerful. It was uh-huh. the bearing would like shatter or something. The ball would pop because it would hit it too hard. I follow a guy that's similar to that. I think his YouTube name is like Smarter Every Day. Yeah. And uh they do all sorts of funny yeah. stuff like that. So pretty funny, but we're back. We're back at home. Episode twenty two. Mm-hmm. Lovely fall weather. Back in the black room. Yeah, back in the black room. Everything's black here. But, yeah, it's good to be home. I had a good time up at the mountains. I actually slept well that night. Better than I did last time. Better than I did the first time, I should say. As Um, soon as my eyes shut, they didn't open until about 6 in the morning. I woke up every hour for, like, maybe five minutes. But, like, I was able to still go back to sleep, and I was only paranoid, like, a little bit every now and then. <laughs> but the moon was really bright, so I would look outside every, you know, every hour. It was really bright. But yeah. the sunrise was good. We had the, sort of how, the background, that's where the sun was rising, so yeah. we had that view. Yeah, that was perfect. Sunrise was really cool. That was yeah. a really good spot for a sunrise, for sure. I was really glad. Uh, Slacks lookout. Old Slacks Lookout, I want to say is what it was called. Um, I think it's like Mile Marker. 22 and a half? Yeah, something like that. Definitely, I think it's in the 20s, below 25. But, so if you're ever in the Blue Ridge Parkway, 
go do it. Check it out. That's a really, really fun uh, time there. Went on a, that morning, went on a long hike. Yeah, probably close to four probably, miles. Probably the longest hike I've ever been on. Four or five miles. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. Over, I think we did it over four. It was a big loop. It was a huge ass loop, <laughs> and we did it. But it was cool. We got to see some waterfalls, hang out, relax. Had some nice, cool lookouts as well. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen that lookout. Um, on that rock. On the rock one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. I don't remember that one. Made it worth it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> For sure, Benton was dying. He's talking about oh, talking about how wolves put their weak first. So he's like, "I need to walk in front of yeah. you because if you don't know, if you don't know how wolf packs, you know, when they move their, you know, their pack colony, you know, across territories and stuff, you always put your oldest, kind of like sickest wolves in the front because they're the ones that set the pace because you know they're old, so they got, they don't go that fast. Then after them, you got. Um, I think one or two males, just in case they run in front of you, they de- does come. The rest is all regular wolves. And then uh, after that, I believe you have two more um, males. And then the alpha is like 12 feet behind the last wolf. And is making sure no one falls behind, no one comes up behind them. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So Benton was our sick and weak and old. Yeah. It was rough. It was hard to move. And I was the alpha 12 feet behind. Yeah. it <laughs> Making sure that he made it. It's, it's hard to breathe. You know, the altitude. <laughs> the altitude. We're talking like under 3,000 feet. Yeah, it was hard at times. <laughs> he was struggling. But <laughs> we'll see if the cat comes up here now. Like, now I got our ball. But yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, it was fun. Drive back. Was a li- I got a little tired. Yeah. On the drive back. I don't know why. Dude, when we hit the traffic at the tunnel. Yeah, I don't know why. I should have... We should have got in the left lane. I just never fucking did it. I didn't care. I didn't care either. Like, I got to the point where, like, it was too late, and I was like, I just don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. But I was like, nobody is getting in front of me. I'm not letting anybody in. Uh-huh. I was running from the se- of a semi-truck. Yeah. You were, I, he was behind the semi yeah, 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 I was behind a cement truck, and I was riding him. I was riding yeah. his ass, <laughs> and I wasn't letting nobody in. I left some people over, but eventually, most of the people that got in front of me, between me and you, wanted to get over in that other lane anyway, yeah. so. Yeah. But yeah, we hit traffic toward the end of our drive. Typical. I'm glad that we did leave at that time. Yeah. Like when we got home and stuff, because uh, we wouldn't have been home for, like, probably if we'd done hump back. It probably would have been like another two hours or so, yeah. and the traffic would have been even worse and stuff like that. So I'm glad I mean, we, yeah. I'm glad we did leave. I was surprised. I literally followed somebody basically almost all the way to my house. They went in my neighborhood uh-huh. from the time we were behind that truck. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So that was that was a pretty long, long time traveling with that guy. But that's funny. Gosh. It was. It was like stopped. It sort of sucked. I but, literally put my car in park and went into the back of my van where like all my stuff was and like grabbed some things and like went back up to the front of my van like while we were in traffic. I don't know. I. It was a good trip. Traffic on the way back was a little ass. But yeah, no, it was a great trip. It, it was fun. Watched a movie that night. Uh-huh. Anchorman 2. I think that's... 
like the first or no, it's probably the second time I've seen Anchorman really? too. Yeah. I don't. I can't remember if I've seen Anchorman the first one. It was like, pretty. I can't remember it. It was. It was pretty funny. It was. That was actually a pretty funny movie. Yeah, it was. It was good. And it was made in what 2013. Yeah, it is like nice. so far ahead of its time. It is such a great movie. Yeah, they were saying some stuff. I'm like, oof, that, <laughs> that aged well, or that didn't age well. It was. It is so funny. <sighs> oh, good old Will Ferrell pushing the boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> pushing the boundaries. What a guy. Saying whatever the hell he wants. Um, oh my gosh. But yeah, so wanted to jump into a topic that I wanted to make aware for our viewers, just in case, because this may impact all of us. Um, I think they're still talking about this and going through. I don't know if it's exactly finalized, but maybe it is. But people, obviously, we all use Vimo here or Cash App or it's Zelle. I've never heard of Zelle. But yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't know. I've never used Cash App or Zelle. I've only used Venmo. I've used Cash App one time for a contract because that's what you use and you need money. So, only Venmo. Yeah. Um, but apparently, starting in July, or June, uh, January, huh, to me, Jace, uh, starting in January 1st uh, that year, so 2022, if you, pretty much it seems like if you receive more than $600 in the year, through Venmo, you're going to be taxed on that income, 1099 style. So what my thing is with that is, how does that work for people sending money on Venmo? Is that a write-off? So, oh, that's a good question for the one sending it. I don't know. Because, like, I'm confused on the fact that, like, how Venmo works is... I, Christian, pay for Benton's food. So instead of it being $30, it's going to be $60. He Venmo's me $30. And I use that $30 to reimburse myself for his portion of the food. That's how most people use it. Would you agree? Or something yeah, similar? Yes, 100%. Some people do rent. I know yeah. some people do pay rent. Uh, bars, drinking, going out. But the thing right. is, if you're if they're taxing you sending that thirty dollars, I'm not going to be receiving yeah. thirty dollars. So at that point, I need to, as me, charge you for the tax that I'm going to receive. So instead of you giving me thirty dollars, you need to give me thirty three dollars. Yeah, I need to do something like that. And, and I that's just fucked up. I don't know though if it's going to be and how they're going to do it. Whether if. Vimo is going to be sending you like a, the statement of, so obviously January 1st, I'm at zero. I send you, you know, $30. So I'm at negative 30, but then you send me a hundred dollars, you know, something like that. And then I you know, throughout the year, I'm sending money. I'm getting money. I'm sending money, giving money. Is that going to, is, is it going to calculate that the differences? And then at the end, it's going to be like, okay, so your Vimo actually net profit was, one thousand two hundred dollars, even though because they're you know multiple transactions of me sending money and getting money, credit and debit, and at the end it was you're left on your like Venmo balance or total income was a thousand something dollars. So then it's like okay, you're getting taxed. And the other thing is, is that for, I mean, because there's Venmo business accounts. So so and that's is the thing. I'm hoping this everything? is only I'm. I'm only. I'm hoping that this is only for the Venmo accounts that the our business set up Venmo, but what is ta- what is looking like that it's going to be for all. 
Yeah, I think it's also, I think what that's a part of is that other, um, I think they're trying to implement it, where if you have $600 in your bank account, um, the IRS can track all your transactions. Yeah. Um, yeah, IRS, is, I think it's going to get really strong. <laughs> he said strong. <laughs> strong. Stronger than they already are. They get real strong. Real strong. <laughs> They're about to do some fucking steroids and creatine. Let me tell you, they're working out more than four days a week. they doing seven for sure. I was going to say, they're not taking the Lord's Day off either. They may be doing two days. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing two days. They do. Absolutely. And they're up at four in the morning. Whey protein, creatine. All the supplements, and they are ripping out reps. And one workout must be outside every day, yeah. no matter what the weather is. And they're getting fucked. You know what is interesting, though, that I thought was not on here? What? Was Apple Pay. Yeah, I was looking So I was Apple Cash. You know, I can that. send you Apple money. Like, it's pretty much just like Venmo, but it's just yeah. Apple's currency. And I, yeah, yeah. I find it interesting that Apple's not on there. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> not not trying to implicate no, anyone. I'm not going to say anything. I mean, I'm sure Apple always has good intentions. <laughs> but I tend to trust the government. Yeah. It's safer that way. No, 100%. <laughs> Brainwash. But I, I did find that interesting that Apple wasn't on it. And there's Apple Pay. Yeah. Like Apple Cash. So is it that mean people are going to switch to that more heavy now? Or is cash going to now become a big thing? Like feasible cash? Like print cash? Or Bitcoin. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Can I? Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah. That could be a thing. But I don't know. I'm about to start Did, carrying around wads of cash. Do you know, I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but I know I think I talked to you about it. Um, like Virginia Beach coin. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Miami has Miami coin. I oh, do they, do they finally yeah. do something? I think they did. Can I buy some of it or is it only for locals? Only? I don't know. I didn't like look into it, but I heard they're doing it and I was like, What's the cap on I need, it? To, move, I need <laughs> to move to Miami. What's the cap? Let me get up in here. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't, like I said, I didn't do any more research on it, but. You see the Shiba, Shiba Inu is on Coinbase now? Yeah. I bought some. <laughs> You're so stupid. I know. I'm, I follow the masses. <laughs> yeah. I bought $50 of it. <laughs> Big stake. <laughs> $50 of Shibu Inu. Yep, I bought $50 of the Shibu Inu coin. And I have 5 million shares. <laughs> and uh, how much money have you made? Uh, No, I'm like down like... Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm like hey, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm like down 12 bucks. <laughs> 12 bucks on 50. But let's get it go up. It's going to go up. It's going to go up. You're down 24%. Let's get ahead a dollar. You should buy more. Let's get ahead a dollar. And you, then... should have, you should buy more now. Yeah. No. Put another $50 in. Nah, it's okay. It's, okay. it's going to hit a dollar. <laughs> to get hit a dollar and then I'll and make And now you're going to get it cheaper. Million. But you can have it cheaper now. Yeah, but I think I'll be okay with it. If it he, doesn't, a... he doesn't believe it. If it right. hits a dollar, I'll be, oh, there'll be five million bucks right there. Cool. I'll be, I'll be living a good life. <laughs> For a year. For a year. <laughs> if I blow it all. I'm back or out game, gambling or something. Yeah, exactly. Gambling. <laughs> but, all right, we're getting off top. But, yeah, so Venmo stuff is coming out. I'm just curious about it and, like, what the hell's going to happen. Yeah, it'll it, be really. interesting. 
Um, I don't know. I just find it so weird that... I think drug dealers are going to get hurt. They're not drug dealers that, you know, what are they... I mean, I don't I mean they do cash, but, like, maybe some... I know I know for a fact some drug dealers the thing, do, do Venmo. Like, and people don't really realize this. The IRS doesn't care. Like, they're not going to send the police to come... If you just say, like, you know, I made X amount of dollars, you know, I'm going to pay this much taxes on it. They don't care how you made the money. They don't, no, I know. As long as you give them theirs. I know that, but now like, I'm saying... I'm just saying, like... Now drug dealers are going to get taxed. That sucks. <laughs> I think smart drug dealers are already getting taxed. Yeah. No, I'm sure, I'm like we'd say, they incorporate it, whether if they're in, like, the restaurant industry and stuff, that they can incorporate into their tips and stuff yeah. like that. Like, however That's what I think. Want. I think yeah. the smart drug dealers are already paying tax because they don't care because they make... They can make so much more money that yeah. paying taxes to them doesn't really matter. So, just interesting food for thought, but obviously talking about drug dealers. It's not really drug dealing, but wanted to bring up... We were talking a lot about marijuana on this podcast. Marijuana. We don't do it, but... I'll, uh, I, there's something in the paper that I wanted to read to y'all. We don't do it. We don't do it. But the so facility uh, is opening up here in the Hampton Roads area in Chesapeake to process uh, CBD. So it's hemp farmers. So there's these two dudes. I believe it's his name's Travis Chick and Pete McMantis. But they're opening up this huge facility out in Chesapeake for a CBD farm. You know that for ex- for example, it says here hemp can't contain more than 0.3% THC. Like, I think for it to, like, to be, like, legal-wise or something yeah. like that. I didn't know that. Yep. I, so, I didn't even know that hemp had THC in it. Yeah. But it has, obviously, a very, very small amount. Well, and you could get more THC in hemp. You're not uh, allowed to. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of, like, the marijuana that's, like, strains that are available now mm-hmm. and that are popular have been bred into being... Like super, either high potency or like lower odor. Like if you ask anybody who has has known anything about weed for a long time, mm-hmm. like back in the day there was not nearly any strains. Yeah, and they started breeding them and like basically genetically modifying the, the seeds to make sure that they did certain things and whatnot. But yeah, but so. Newspaper article, this is from Virginia Pilot, but they're talking about how, so they were, so they grew about 6,000 hemp plants last year uh, on roughly five acres. There you go. After harvesting the plants, they dried and packaged them and shipped them to Oregon, where there was a company that extracts CBDs for raw plant, um, for the raw plant and sends back the oily, thick, honey-like substance. So... Uh, Think about that, though. So if a place like that's opening up, a place where they're sending their flower needs to open up here, too. Yeah. Because you're sending your flower all the way across the country. You're paying money for that. You're hurting the environment with that shipping. (laughs) Yeah. We don't have green shipping yet with uh, electric trucks, so we can't be doing that. They're hurting the ocean. And then it has to come all the way back. Yeah. So, dude, I mean, if someone wanted to start a... Dude, they're hoping for this shit to be running by late October. It's October 1st. Crikey. I feel like that would be a sick job. 
But yeah, well, so that's what I was getting into. So I told my boss about it because I said, "Listen, being being serious here, <laughs> they probably need help like staffing or whatever it is, management stuff. Like they're gonna need obviously customer service people. They're gonna need you know grower people." They're going to need warehouse people. They're going to need drivers. They're going to need some type of just like maybe like management stuff. They're going to need IT people, websites, and yeah. front end and back end development on their stuff for shipping, logistics. Like we can supply that. We could literally staff. It said, you know, forget about, you know, we're trying to get into the, the health industry. So forget about the health industry. We're going into inside global marijuana industry. Yeah. <laughs> and we're going to do. Uh, what did they say? Uh, my boss laughed, but... <laughs> he doesn't think you're serious yet. <laughs> he didn't think I was serious, but I told an account manager, and she said, we're going we're gonna to start it. We're going to leave this company. We're going to start our own. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, do it. Yeah. You in Sydney? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so but yeah, it looks like they're manufacturing um, like gel capsules for swallowing, lip balms, powders, droplets, stuff like that. Let's give you I a starting I think that's a key. really good idea. Um, yeah, dude. No, I've been literally trying to. I've been telling them this. Like, listen, when it when a what's it called? Uh, distributor? No, dispensary. dispensary. When a dispensary opens here, like when they're planning to, like we could staff. We have a uh, dispensary. We have a dispensary. Yeah, like sort of. I'm talking about like the full, yeah. like legit one where like they're like growing, growing, like all yeah. THC, like nothing's like you know, there's nothing like kind of dicey about it or any type of like laws there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, let's come to Hampton Roads area. Look over ch- Chick and uh, Mant... It's M-A-N-T-Z? Mantis? I think that's how you say Yeah. Mantis, maybe? But, yeah, so... They hope to expand one day and eventually grow most of their hemp plants indoors. Hmm. But, last year they ran into some familiar farming culprits, bad weather, and pest. Because I'm sure they probably don't spray their stuff with pesticide that much. I'm sure they probably... Well, here's um, something interesting about that. And oh, they give their CBD to dogs, too. Yeah. For joint pains. So, a couple of things. First thing, plants that are, like, diseased or have pests or things like that, believe it or not, like, only, like, healthy plants don't get attacked by that stuff. So, there's something Something's wrong, wrong with, anyway. with, like, their soil or something. Like, something's wrong. Yeah. Um. Although that's not, like, something that's easy to swallow because, like, you can't really, I guess, I don't want to say do anything about it, but, like... It's going to be really expensive. Yeah, I'm like... I'm thinking of a birdsong right now. That's peanuts, man. Exactly. Like, some, imagine if birdsong was just growing, trying to grow hemp instead of peanuts. They moved into the hemp industry. <laughs> How funny would that be? Um, no, but what I was getting at is with, like, them dealing with bugs and stuff, why they want to move inside, like, what... I've seen a lot of places do is, have you seen those massive, imagine a big warehouse like yeah, Walmart. The, the big ones with the lights and the fans blowing. With and stuff giant, like yeah, like 30 foot towers and each tower, you know, is a 10 foot bay yeah. that has like tons of plants. Dude, like, I imagine that that's what they're trying to get into. And that's like, I mean, you can grow a lot in one space because you're going to have different levels and stuff. Yeah. And like warehouse storage isn't as expensive as mm, no like people unless like. it's unless it's temperature controlled and stuff like that like cold yeah. cold storage that gets expensive yeah, yeah yeah but the other thing that i was gonna say is i just uh there's like online like uh classes things that you can buy and get and whatnot 
and I finished two of the classes. One is like just general CBD, I believe. And then the other one was like CBD for pets. Uh, and like, yeah. yeah, I got like a couple of certificates, but they're just fun little like online classes that have a little silly certificate at the end. Like, oh, yeah. you completed. But I bet you Dallas would have loved some good CBD. Yeah. I bet you he would have been good with it. I think he just naturally produced. I think he was just high in general somehow. Yeah. I think he was he was a wild man. He produced his own uh his own stuff. Yeah. Hundred percent. Uh yeah, so I don't know, stuff's coming here, it's changing. I don't yeah. know. I'm excited to see kind of just where it goes and what's gonna happen. Let's turn uh let's turn Chesapeake into the the green capital oh, of the God. United States. <laughs> Can you imagine all of Chesapeake just growing? Smelling. It's be smell better than the dismal than Frank, swamp. Than Franklin, the paper mill. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. That's a, dude, the paper mill smells like booty cheeks. <laughs> booty cheeks, it's literally. so bad. But, yep, yeah, be on the look at that. Interesting. We'll take a break from talking about weed for a couple episodes, I promise. Sorry. No, we won't. <laughs> I won't allow it. All right. So. Before we go on, I wanted to give Benson something that I got for him from last, uh, since last episode. <laughs> oh, no way! Dude, hell yeah! So, I was, I had a $50, um, gift card to Bass Pro. Let's go! And I was out on there, like, looking for stuff, so I got, uh, like a griddle, like you have for your oh, yeah. thing. I got, uh, like a spatula and, like, bottle for oil set so that you know you can put oil and stuff on and i got a headlamp and i was looking and that was like five bucks or something and i was like oh like benton needed or like it's you know his was like low. Running low, so i'll just get him a new one so i found that <laughs> it's for all the audio listeners it is a flint and steel um let's see if i get made a warm-up here like, gotta get the first coating off. Uh-huh. Give me a sec. I've had one, one for a years. I saw one there. Yeah. yeah. Right. Give me a sec. Here we go. There we go. It's coming up. Damn, this is awesome. Let me get the edge. There you go. I gotta just do the edge more because I'm gonna do the same thing I did in uh-huh. the last one where it's gonna break. But yeah, hell yeah. There this is go. dope. So I got you a new one of those. It's a fat one, too. Look how long that shit is. Yeah. Damn. Hell yeah. So I wanted to give him that since last episode we were. Thank you. We're going to start start some fires. (laughs) We're going to start some fires. Let me update my insurance policy really quick. But yeah, I wanted to get into Cheryl and Jeff had some uh, updates and questions. Do you know what we should do? What should we do? We should have a, like... Some type of like Cheryl and Jeff like theme song time, you know, where we uh-huh. get like Cheryl and Jeff's questions, like play like a little like five second, to three second like theme song, like uh-huh. or just like a sound. No, that would be funny. We do that. We should. Um, so we got a couple questions for them. You got them? Yeah. Right. So let's see here. Oh, I just wanted to say that. Uh, Cheryl was saying that she thought it was really funny about Dutch. So we, uh, we should address that, yeah. Going Dutch is splitting the bill. So, to answer that question, 
No, I would never guess that. No, I feel like I usually pay unless the per. I I usually pay unless the girl says like, "No, I pay," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> so, I would say that most of the time I would pay. Uh, there have been a few in- instances where if the girl insists, I'm gonna like allow. Like I was like, "I'll allow like- it." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just saying that like. If the girl insists that she wants to pay, and I'm like, are you sure? Like, I don't mind paying for it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, it's fine. Then, okay, sure. Like, and I usually take that as a sign and never go on a date with them again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not interested. I was like, no, I got it. And you're like, are you sure? Yeah. Like, well, I'll pay. Like, okay. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. So, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> go in Dutch. And Cheryl said that she hates uh, the, the freaking trolleys on the bike yeah. path. And she like people to be put down. And they need to be put down in their place. But, so for the questions, what song would you pick to karaoke to? She's, uh, Cheryl said that hers is Sweet Caroline, and Jeff would be Friends in a Low Place, or Friends in Low Places. That's which, a, that's a I don't song. know. That's no, you, you, watch, hold on. I'll play it for you, but keep talking. Keep going. Um, I would say, and she said that I can't say Baby Shark, so that sort of sucks. Um, you don't know this one? Really? No. This is like the slew version. I guess. But not exactly. That, that one's like some remix one, or not remix, like a live sounding one. But yeah, that's. I know that one. Hmm. I don't know what I would... I don't really do much... Actually, I've never done karaoke. And I... If I think I was going to pick one, I think it would be Outcast. And hey, y'all. One, two, three, uh, I could do that one. Oh, my God. No. I don't know... I don't know any... I really don't listen to music, so I don't know what I would... Baby Shark. <laughs> I would do Baby Shark. <laughs> um... Dang. I'm really not sure. Even the songs that I, like... Beatles? Think... I mean, yeah, like, I know some of them, but... I don't know, like... I don't want to carry it, it just sounds miserable. Yeah, dude. In Japan, it's so big. Really? Like, dude, it's like, they have, like... It's, like, on, like, every corner. It's, like, convenience stores. Like, karaoke bars. That's great. You rent this room for, like, an hour, like, 30 minutes, however you want. And you just... Everyone just drinks sake and gets drunk and they just... Sing. Do karaoke, yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, maybe, like... Uh... Norwegian Woods or something like that from the Beatles. I'm not sure. There you go. But... The second question would be, who was your favorite teacher and why? I would say Mrs. Schoff for me. Why? Um, I don't know. Mrs. Schoff and I just got along a lot and we talked and hung out a lot and stuff like that and I liked how she was pretty... She seemed to be one of the least bullshit type of teachers. You know, she, same for Mr. Jeff. You know, they don't really take a lot of bullshit. Like, 
and they'll really call you out yeah. on it. Like, and I like that. They're just, it, there's, it's just, they're just more real. Like it seemed like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, um, no, I know what you're saying. Like, you know, sometimes they're talking about how teachers are different inside school, outside school. Like, no, nah, I feel like the shows are the same inside school and outside school. Yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. So I, I would say Mrs. Show. If I, I, she was my favorite. But um, David Colano was another. Yeah, and I feel like you like Mr. B. Yeah, I like Mr. B. Sometimes Mr. B was a little bit too much for me sometimes, you know. I got you. Speaking about his wife like every like five minutes. <laughs> you got a lovely wife. I just don't give a shit. Sorry, but <laughs> she's she. I know she's lovely and great, but talking about it like that's funny. every ten minutes. <laughs> Vented over it. Um, yeah. That must be great. I would say... Hmm. Yeah, I mean... I like... Did you like Jerfy? Yeah, I like Mr. Kalana. I would have thought you would... And Jerfy. Yeah, I would have thought you would have said Jerfy. I knew Jerfy from outside of school before. Oh, really? Yeah, he was the youth pastor at my church. I didn't know that. Um, before I was in youth group, I was too young. So, yeah, he was there for a while. So, I knew him from that. And then middle school we had him, and then high school we had him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I liked him, but like you said, like the shows, for sure. Um, I even like, I mean, Miss Royster, she actually texted me the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. We, she needs help uh, over at that old guy's house again. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I like Miss Royster. If I'm available, I'll say I'm down to help. Yeah, I'll let you know. Damn. It's uh, supposed to be... Back in Allington, right? Yeah, October like 11th or something. Okay. So, once she gets to me like a date, yeah. I can give you a date. And worse comes to worse, you can just request off. <laughs> yeah, for real. But yeah, it's probably just some moving stuff. But, um, yeah, I'd say... If I had to pinpoint an exact teacher, I would say, dude, honestly, like, Mr. McCarty, when he hmm. was our teacher, I would go with him, probably. There you go. I liked him. Yeah. I was thinking about any of my college professors. I had one that I went to. I was gonna say, does uh, does Mr. Doyle count as a uh, as a teacher? No, <laughs> not really. Um, I had a college professor. His name was uh, Don Don Polowski. He was the guy that took me to Israel. He he was he was a really fun guy, interesting, just on the biblical aspect aspect of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he would also rip hookah. <laughs> like you go to the hookah bar with us and just uh, be ripping hookah and shots like all night with us that's so funny the same for the um geologist teacher that went to Iceland he was wild really he, he was out of hand he got really out of pocket sometimes <laughs> I got worried <laughs> like and he went on the trip to Hawaii with my brother and he he said that he was worse on that trip in Hawaii oh than, my god than 
the one uh, in yeah. Iceland. Apparently in Hawaii, the man was like laying on top of a bar, like getting like shots like poured in his mouth and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> what a savage! Yeah, dude, freaking crazy people. Um, I would say I had a uh, two professors that stand out in college. One at TCC, she taught like all the economics, so micro, macro, um, manage or I don't know if they had a managerial, but uh, what's the there's another international economics or something. I think that was it, international economics. Anyway, but she was from Puerto Rico and had a very thick accent. Thick accent. And that was like the first day of class, all she talked about. She's like, listen, if you can't stand my accent, you can leave. Like, You can drop. Yeah, like <laughs> go somewhere else because the accent's not going anywhere. Like, I can't change it. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's literally stuck. Sorry. But the reason I liked her is she... A lot of the times, no matter what, would make people talk about, like, sh- instead of teaching, like, telling you. There's more discussion. Yeah, she like, would make people, she would ask questions, and, like, we wouldn't move forward until someone, someone was talking and answering a question. And if somebody, and then she'd be like, does anyone disagree with that? And somebody had to disagree because we wouldn't move forward. So, like. That's that's nice, though. Like, And, I, and then she would make it so that they would start talking. And yeah. then she can. Go correct. take a break. <laughs> no, no, no. And then what she would do is she can correct them because we were talking about economics yeah. on how it actually is. And that, I think, helped a lot of people uh, learn in I different wish, ways. I wish it was like that in high school. But I think that's obviously with like comfortability and who you are and confidence and stuff. Because I don't think I would have done it in like high school a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, guess, I think I would say the same for a lot of the other kids. Yeah. Like, no, it, she would ask a question. A lot of people would just stay dead silence. No one's going to, like, mm-hmm. answer it. Um, but I do wish it was kind of like that. Because I think I would have learned more because I'm engaging yeah. so much in it. And- That's the thing that um, I, I have learned a little bit about, like, teaching a lot of the times, like, in different forms of teaching. It's interesting because I'm married to Sarah, so <laughs> I was like, yeah. being a teacher, that makes sense. like sort of learning about how you can do different tactics for making people think and learn as opposed to like when you're just a student and you don't really know the teacher aspect, I don't know, it makes it interesting to see both sides. Yeah. I mean, obviously... Mrs. Schiff's teaching style, it's math. You can't really... There's only a certain type yeah, of teaching yeah, yeah. style with math. It's No, you're right. This and is the answer and stuff. Like, you can call them like, kids though, to like, interact. I feel like the Schiff's did do math in like the best way that you yeah. can do math. And actually, the, now I have another professor. He did math at TCC. This dude was so funny. Really? Yeah. This black guy? No, no. He was this white dude that would wear flip-flops all year round, nice. like button-down Hawaiian shirt. He would literally fly on the weekends to, like, Cancun for two days to come back to teach class. Like, every weekend. I bet you because of COVID, he probably went down to Cancun, never came back teaching remote. Dude, this dude, his name was uh, Mr. Kirby. And he was so funny because he would, like, walk into class and, like, the first day of class, he's like, you know, I collect homework at this time all the time. Yeah. And he's like... (laughs) the only way you can get around it and he's like is if you have weed (laughs) and like he's being so serious and he's so funny and then he like 
at the same time he's making all these like funny ass comments, you can tell he's joking. But oh my gosh, I can't even explain it. He was a really good and the way they all him and the chefs taught math in terms of basically just like showing you an example, showing you the different ways of like yeah, depending on what you have to do, and then they give you a sheet to do it in class. And then you, like, most of the time you'd either grade it or do something in class. Not necessarily for a grade, but just yeah, to see how you did. Just try it. But, yeah, so the, that's what I like, well, I'd say, for teachers was Chef. I mean, I think North Carolina has some really good good teachers, that, to be honest. Yeah. I, I think they, they, they really do. I worry for the new kids there, man. <laughs> I worry. You worry for the new kids there? Yeah. Some of these teachers are gone already. Yeah, no, yeah. they definitely are. So... I hope they survive. They <laughs> <laughs> survive. Um, but yeah, so that ends Jeff and Cheryl's questions. You said uh, that you got maybe a little trick. I do for us. So I might grab a book just to show you what I mean. One of Grace's books. And it's not my not my books. Whatever. But so the trick was. The best way I can describe it for audio listeners, uh, people that can see though, what you would do is you would focus about three words in from, you know, this side, three or four, about, you know, an inch. Yeah, inch in, inch out. And then an inch from this way. So what you're going to do is you're going to just, your eyes are just going to lock to like this spot and then this spot, then this spot, and then that spot down the page. And it's the way it was described to me was sort of like almost like taking a picture if you will you're just like looking at the same two spots and your mind will register the words a lot faster as opposed to like you know how you see people word, with word. like yeah, the, the this or like whatever that's all i have to read um and i tried it and like just on something on my phone so it wasn't even like like easy because you can basically see your whole phone but I mean, it's interesting to see how fast you can, like, recognize and, like, move through the words um, just by looking at two spots on the page. Where did you learn that? Um, I forget exactly. I think it was in a book that I was reading talking about uh, how to process information, like, quicker and things like that. So... You think, and have you been using it? Does it work? Well, I don't read a whole lot, um, like, just reading. I usually listen to most of my stuff. Uh, I do like reading, but I feel like I, I can do more. Yeah, I know there's another way for, like, super fast reading is... Mm -hmm. The way to do it, and it's only on certain like websites and certain books and stuff like that. The bit too, but it just flashes one word and the yeah. same position, but like super fast. You because your brain can pick it up. I think on a single word, like at some rate, whatever it is, mm -hmm. but it's very fast, and it just flashes like full sentences of just like that word. You know, the yeah. and the like. You know, the sentence, yeah, but yeah. it's just the single word in the same place. But yeah. it flows a sentence, and it goes really fast, and you're, like you pick it up really quickly and stuff. Yeah. 
So I think that that's sort of like where that technique came from is like looking at, it's basically trying to show you to flash like five words or six words mm -hmm. at a time that you can recognize. That's why it's just like. Yeah. I wonder how speed readers do their stuff. I wonder if that's a way. They're wild. Yeah. They just look at it and blink and then they have it all yeah, processed. Like, got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Gosh. <laughs> no, it's I not a speed reader. Yeah. I can't do it either. I'm a speed listener. I, I listen to things on two times. <laughs> oh no, I don't do that. I don't, I don't I never I never once did the two times. Even like for like the lessons and stuff like like uh -huh. in school, I never put it on like one point five speed or yeah. regular uh, school. I would do it sometimes. No, I would not do that. Not with me. You can get through it quicker. <laughs> nope you couldn't stand the little voice yeah I got when the pitch got thrown off I was like this voice is annoying <laughs> that's funny but yeah so just thought it was interesting in total yeah. um there uh you got any updates or anything so yeah I put that in there just because um you got a lot going on no 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 I don't really have too much going on at all no i was just thinking that you know when we started this it was sort of for like updates of our life and yeah things like that so i just wasn't sure if you had anything oh well i got let's see i hit my contest like yeah like even like i like how we were talking about like you painting the walls and things like that anything you want to do or yeah so this week i hit my contest at work yeah that was a big milestone there so what does that mean exactly so else? contest means i hit my like goal like i made this much money for the company um and like it's this amount number and when you hit that then you get like you know a bonus and then you get um some like company stock and then you get a all full exp trips to nassau in the bahamas Nice. Uh, with the company with the plus one so that's pretty cool yeah um so I'll, I'm, I'm glad i hit it i hit it right at the end of q3 so pretty nice little thing there but I'm yeah. hitting, some other people in my office have already hit it and i think there could be a couple more people that are gonna hit it too so they'll go on the tree like coal is it for the entire year then yes gotcha. yeah it, the, the your contest is from january 1st to so, for you to go on the trip, you have to hit your contest by December 1st. Gotcha. For you to get the bonuses and the stock, you have to hit it by end of the year. Gotcha. So Because the contest, the trip is on like December 7th. Gotcha. Is when they go down for a week. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, you got 11 months to hit your contest to go on the trip, and you got 12 months to hit the contest to get money and stock stuff yeah so it's nice. not it's not too bad um how they have it structured but yeah so i'm gonna pull that shit off there you go that's some, sick somehow some way but that's pretty much it i would say on my end i don't really have too much else going on that i can think of gotcha need to buy a couch still still want to buy a sectional uh, still want to buy a sectional yeah what are you gonna do with that furniture? I think Kanika may take the 
yeah the, the leather leather couches if Do he you wants know them if he's moving out or yeah he, he moves him and Josh? out yeah they're, yeah they're moving out he moves out like a couple Kinga moves out I think like in a month yeah I think it's soon and then Josh is staying there I think till the end of the year okay but then but he's going out too him and Katie gotcha. so yeah they're doing their own thing nice um, but yeah right, there's not nothing really too much I got going on here I don't want we just fixed a bike tire yeah, we did just fix a bike tire. That was the fun. bike that exploded. I think we did talk yeah. about that in the last episode. We fixed the bike tire. So. Yep, we fixed it. So Benton doesn't owe his dad a new bike anymore. Well, he he bought the tire. <laughs> yeah, he did buy the and, tire and the tube. But we fixed it. But we put it on there. So labor, labor, <laughs> exactly. We should charge it. We should charge. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'd say like updates for me. Besides that, would be. Uh, like getting my backyard torn up i haven't started that yet i need to start that up to get that backyard garden going yeah i do that kind of soon within like the next month before it gets like too too cold right yeah so what i'd like to do is before october the next contest i think is like the middle of october sometime so i want to get one of them big dumpsters to put all the wood contest? from the what contest? surf contest oh god I was like, um, what the hell are you talking about yeah, so the next surf contest I think is October like 15th or 16th. So get one of them dumpsters in the driveway and then take that deck out. Also got a Prius. Mm, um, that's right. Yeah, I bought a Prius this week. So what year? 2005. You! So it's the same as the van. And the dude told me when I bought it from him that I don't know how much was in the tank already. Obviously it wasn't empty. But it cost him 7 bucks to fill it up. Really? So yeah, he said that. So I think there's only a 12 gallon tank in it, which a gas at three dollars, um, is 36 bucks, mm-hmm. completely empty. But it gets like 40 mm-hmm. minimum miles to the gallon. Mm-hmm. So nice. if you do 40 times 12 gallons, because you're getting 40 miles per gallon, that's 480 miles that you can go in a tank. And it was the ga- oh how many gallons does the tank hold? Twelve. My Jeep holds twenty, and I can go max like three hundred. Yeah. So like imagine because I mean sometimes you get like fifty miles to the yeah. gallon depending. So imagine let's just say forty five times twelve, five hundred and forty. So you can get like five hundred miles to a tank. Isn't that Good. absurd? God. <laughs> Insane. So I got a a Prius. Um. So I'm I'm pretty happy about my car situation. I got yeah. a van, a Prius, and my Camry. So, and then still trying to get my laundry room finished out, and you know that sort of stuff. But cool. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. So you want to do a card? Finish it up. Yeah. Let's do a card. I'll finish it up, brother. What's the most fun party you ever attended? Of course, one of Benson's frat parties that he like, threw. I mean, the best, obviously the best party I ever attended is the one you don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, best party. Best party. Honestly, maybe one I can't remember. 
And honestly, maybe one I can't remember. Oh my gosh. No, I feel like, I mean, the only parties I really went to were parties at your frat, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of parties maybe outside the frat. If I can think of any. Damn. Your engagement party? No. That's probably the best party I've attended. No, I'm trying to think like of a wild party. Like people getting shot. <laughs> people getting shot? Yeah. I thought you were going to say like, I don't even know what I thought you were going to say. Strippers, cocaine, everyone's crazy. That was all at your engagement party. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it would have been probably one of the frat parties or something like that. Like, I think one of the ones that Stephen and I put together and... Somehow it was a big success. Uh, probably blacklight, blacklight part. Now that I think about it, I don't think I was there for that. Mm-mm. I remember doing a toga night. Toga. Of course, like, uh, was there one? Did you do a Halloween one? Yeah, we, we, we've done a couple Halloween ones. Was I there for any of them? I, I think so. Maybe. You came up for a couple stuff. Homecoming party. Yeah, homecoming. That's happening again. On October 9th. Yeah. Can't wait for that. But yeah, no, I, I would say it had to be probably one of the frat parties. It was um, Black Light, which what we did was I bought, and my friend Jacob really helped out as well. A, lot, a bunch of the brothers helped out, but Jacob was the one that really kind of came in clutch on it. We bought black tarps. Like, you know, the blue tarps you see all that, but we got them in black. Mm hmm. And we hung them on the walls and on the ceiling. And then we sprayed uh, black light paint all over them and like glow stick stuff and like cover all these black walls with that and hung it up. And the whole room was filled with black lights and stuff. And it was just a really cool dance floor. It was like, it was dope. Yeah. It was, I really liked that. But if you rubbed against the wall, it came on your clothes and it would never come off. We, did, we got so much hate from girls. I'm like, my jeans were ramming. Well, we'll get your ass off the wall then. Like, <laughs> it's not my fault that you chose to lean against the wall and freaking grind your booty cheeks against it. Like, that is so funny. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. That, that was a good one. It's always a good party. It was always a good party at the frat house. When I would go out the back, especially when it was it, it was a cooler night, colder night, you, you go out the back, the back door right there to the little outdoor area. When you open the door, steam mist comes out of the uh, some stank comes <laughs> comes out of the frat frat house, and I would sit. sit it, people maybe back there, maybe not, and I sit down in a chair or something like that, and my ears would be like numb, like. <laughs> Like ringing, like, couldn't really hear. Oh my gosh, you sound so fucking stupid, dude. That's how I knew it was good. And the <laughs> windows were open, I could see the the the, the stank. The stank would come out, the frat juice stank, and you could see the duck, the air vent duck right there had like little vents on a little you know a little flap slide open. You would see it literally going. Like opening and closing because people are jumping on the floor uh-huh. so much, or the air pressure underneath is going in and out of like the house on the on the crawl space. Uh-huh. 
I knew like, it was getting crazy. When uh, when a window broke too, we always broke well, at least one window. One window. One night we broke three. It was one bad. night we broke three. That was a great party. That was a great one. Someone died. Had to bury the body. Oh my yeah, gosh. That was the best. We would walk out of the frat, walking all the way to the bamboo like forest, take a piss, pitch black darkness, can't hear anything. Rip someone's jewel really quick, <laughs> and then I head back. Dude, in. that I had a projectile vomit in that backyard one time. You remember that? Kinda. Damn. I was like, we were like about to start walking back, I think, and I you was said like, one, one second, one second. You're really good at the whole like one second thing. You're like, <laughs> when I know it's coming, I like usually can wait for whoever's doing whatever they're doing to like finish, whether it's talking or whatever, and then I'm like. All right, I need to throw up real quick. So. Yeah, I'll be back. <laughs> and then just throw up and be done. Yeah. But yeah, I'd say the best party would be one of the, like frat party party would be one of your parties. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Your engagement party was lit. So. <laughs> Not the same. Not the same. But yeah, <laughs> let us know y'all got any good parties. Jeff and Cheryl, what was the best party? Yeah. The 80s must have been crazy. <laughs> <laughs> tell us i know they're crazy <laughs> um but yeah so all right you know anything else are we all good no i think that that basically wraps it up nice for episode 22 22 juices peace